welcome to unwanted football opinions i'm your host elijah joining me today are my friends advait and jitu roll intro okay welcome to another episode uh, today we'll be discussing primarily about the bundesliga um and it will be the same format in which we have discussed the premier league so we'll have to cover what to expect our predictions for the top 4 and teams to watch out for players to watch out for and matches to look out for and since we have a ardent uh, bundesliga fan amongst us i think that will not be very hard so yeah uh, let's go jitu please tell us what to expect from the upcoming season the season has already started actually yeah the upcoming season i think uh, it's going to get a bit more competitive uh, because the other teams are showing some signs like they want to win the titles uh, uh, leipzig leipzig are improving every single season and uh, there's a surprise team that might come next season uh, that is hertha berlin okay they have gotten some new investment it's very hard to get uh, investment there are certain uh, regulations in germany like you have to only you can only have certain share or something so hertha i am expecting because they made a lot of big big signings not as big as bayern or dortmund and all but still so i am really hoping they are going to push for top 4 and um, yeah leipzig leipzig uh, they are getting stronger and stronger i think uh, there will be a point i think in the uh, not so rec- like it won't be too far ahead like they'll uh, pip bayern and they'll become uh, champions uh, and dortmund i am not sure if they are going able to challenge not because they don't have talent uh, because um, the thing is that they don't have a proper system like a uh, system yeah you can win matches and all but that system won't win you titles and the coach individual talent wise they are only uh, i think only a little bit second to bayern uh, rest all they are completely superior to leipzig in terms of individual talent money everything and but they have to change their mentality if they want to win okay so what would be your predictions the top 4 um predictions are first i have to go with bayern <laughs> not because i'm a bayern fan because uh, i don't see them going down it's really hard for another team to uh, i yeah leipzig will give them close so i'm going with second with leipzig uh, not dortmund uh, because of the fact they have a very good coach so having a big good coach i think it's uh, put you a bit higher than having a little more quality players because he can build upon the players he has and he has made uh, made i think reasonable signings they've got back angelino again for another year on loan and uh, they've made uh, i forgot his name korean guy hume winson something he's uh, from salzburg like they got him as a replacement for werner and he's a very good player like very good player uh, i think um, he used to play with this i think haland and all okay this fellow like uh, he played like i think 10 games he's very young guy 10 games he got some five goals and four assists or something uh, it's very very good and i'm expecting to see him uh, how he plays out then the third i've got to be dortmund so see dortmund can come second okay if if uh, all their players shines and uh, the thing is the dortmund is that the sancho situation is very unstable like we don't know he might even go in the winter break god knows what will happen so if he goes it will become a big hit on dortmund because they have a small rely like they rely on uh, sancho a bit 
So yeah, uh, second I think st- Leipzig are stronger as of now. Third Dortmund. Fourth I'm going to go with Hertha just because of the men- reasons I mentioned earlier. And um, good, good, thank. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really, uh, the Europa League it's going to be um, Gladbach and uh, Leverkusen. Uh, Leverkusen, they'll be there. They'll always qualify for Europa somehow, somewhere and all. Okay, that's all. Thank you, Jittu. Adhwet, please stop doing weird stuff on camera. <laughs> yes, Adhwet, please tell us what you are expecting from the season that has started and your predictions for the top four and top six. Yeah, I feel that Bayern is going to break more records this year. And uh, yeah, it's obviously they're going to be first. And uh, second, I feel uh, uh, that Leipzig will actually come second because of the same reason that Leipzig is a more organized team than Dortmund right now. And mm-hmm. Dortmund has had few good signings. But anyway, Leipzig has a structured team and Nagelsmann is a really good coach. And third, I would go for Dortmund. And fourth, I would like, uh, I think this year Wolfsburg can surprise us. By coming fourth. Okay. And fifth, as he said, Hertha Berlin and Leverkusen and Munchen Gladbach fighting for that fifth and sixth spot. Do you have any reasons to... Reasons? Have a... Few signings also, yeah. like a uh, few players departing and few pl- signings. Like uh, uh, Patrick Schick came uh, coming in to Leverkusen, who was actually okay. a Roma player but on loan with Leipzig. So that's a good signing. Okay. Then Hertha Berlin, as I had read about that, Hertha Berlin has had a small takeover, like a small financial boost. Yeah. So they can okay. come good. And I feel with Dortmund, what they're missing is actually is that uh, that instinct is not coming. Like they don't want, it's, it's not that they don't want to come first, but they're exactly, they're not holding on to their players. So when you have a player who is still unstable in his mind, like Jordan Sancho, you never know, like, Manu can actually come up with a good bid and he might actually leave. So, you never know what True. is going to happen. Like, you need to rely on one player at least in your team that, okay, this guy's going to stay and my team is going to be based around him. Considering that Marco Royce is generally injured, although he was fit for yesterday's game yeah. for the DFB Pokal, so I feel Leipzig has a higher advantage over them. True. But uh, hasn't the manager, CEO or whatever, chairman of Dortmund said that uh, Sancho is staying, is not going anywhere, he started training yeah, he, with our He has said, uh, but team, uh, recent developments say that Manu want to come back in it again and they want to actually go till the last day of transfer season, that is 5th of October and kind of push Dortmund for that. But uh, Dortmund are supposed to be very tough to negotiate with. And mm. I also feel like this summers at least he might not go, but in the winter transfer market he can go. And Manu have shown that quality that they have, they can spend in the winter season, winter transfer markets also. Like last uh, last year Bruno Fernandes. So you can just rule out him going out. That's the thing. Okay, uh, Jitur, what would you ha- like to say about the transfer situation at uh, Dortmund for Sancho especially? Um, like as of now, it's stable. Um, they won't. They'll say that he's not going to leave for one leave. But I don't think that will be for a long time. You see, I expect like 
max one year okay if even if they somehow manage to retain him for a winter break next year even the player will also start to think like he needs to move out to somewhere uh, he needs to move to england like normally i think these english players will have a tendency to play at home they will feel better there like they like it's a matter of a uh, little bit of popularity famous and all uh, like they are playing in germany nobody will notice him like all those issues will come through and eventually dortmund would have to left but as of now they can still use him in the this season and they have to use him uh, to the full extent because he if they have got any chance of winning the title because he has to play a big role in that uh, last season he played a big role i think in the first half of the season True. but in the towards the second it sort of drizzled out like he wasn't uh, performing as good uh, i hope he keeps that consistency Yeah, that's all. Uh, and there's the other uh, weird situation at Bayern also regarding Thiago. He said that uh, I'm happy at uh, Munich. I don't want to go anywhere. Uh, but he also didn't sign a contract extension. There's actually, and he's like, there have been reports, but I'm not linked anywhere. There's actually two huge situations in Bayern. One is with David Alaba and one is with uh, Thiago. Two are very big, big players for Bayern. The Thiago case, okay... it's almost yes. uh, as if sure he's go, he wants to go to the premier league like it's just because he wants to play in the premier league he's leaving so the thing is that the liverpool or whichever club who wants they have to pay at least that minimum 35 million which is actually very reasonable and that is why bayern are not letting him go till now so if no club is meeting uh, that standard like at least 30 million uh before the transfer window it's i think they're going to keep him for one year and like let him go for free i think that is better than selling him under 20 and all the other big situation is david alaba so because if he goes out of the club uh, literally the bone of the backbone of the club is going to break because he holds the defense together he's like that leadership figure in back so thing is with alaba is it's not uh, all any of these issues it's about his wages So this guy is having the same agent as uh, that of Lewandowski. So there was an issue with wages with Lewandowski mm-hmm. in which they he they demanded like twenty million uh, per year. So the thing is that uh, Bayern won't give that much uh, wages because they have a proper wage structure. They will have like certain hierarchy for giving wages. So since uh, Robert Lewandowski was a big superstar and all, so they considered and give to him. So Alaba after. like he's been there for a long time so like until he changed his agent to this guy there was no issue so this guy he's pressuring him like pressuring the club to give uh, him like 25 million per which is more than lewandowski like he's going to be the highest paid player in the team so obviously bayern are against it like there has been like uh, disputes like publicly the bayern board member and former uh, chairman like uli honas he publicly said like uh his uh, agent is some bitch or something i am not remember what something like he is greedy and all uh so uh, they have been blackouts and uh, alaba's father also did like they didn't expect this from the end and all uh like it's it's becoming a bigger issue than the tiago issue right now and uh, i hope a proper solution is found because there's no that is just wages and i hope if they can fix around 17 million 17 million is uh, what uh, not as much as lewandowski but as much as other senior players like manuel neuer uh, and etc and all they all uh, get 17 million 
i hope they can fix it up and i hope he mm. values uh, where he stays and what he has achieved in this club more than um, uh, what are like wages and i hope he get rid of, gets rid of that agent that's all fellows a menace uh thank you jitu uh advet yeah uh, would you like to say something about the confusion regarding tiago also yeah tiago is like when uh, this thing na uh, like on vicious cycle uh, so <laughs> i had seen this post on instagram had of tiago goes to liverpool then wijnaldum leaves and like there is huge cycle but i feel uh, still again like what is happening with all pl clubs that guy is literally like on a platter and no one is bidding and i even read somewhere that liverpool actually want to do the same like uh, towards the end they want to go for it like so that they can actually uh, play hardball with bayern munich actually that's a technique that usually bayern munich uses but Klopp is very well capable of doing it, and it's a good thing. It's it's sports dynamics, and it's okay if he can even give get a deal for five million less. So yeah, it's a good deal, and obviously he's not going to Barcelona. He's not going to go to his ex club. Those rumors are just rubbish. Yeah, I agree. Okay, that brings us to the teams that we should watch out for. Uh, let's not talk about uh, Bayern. talk about any other club because obviously all eyes are on bayern so let's talk about other teams that you should technically be looking out for yeah so the first team that i feel that we should look out for is so hertha saying, berlin and then so second is check check i feel you should look out for a club like uh, leipzig like what they can do from here Leipzig actually just didn't come to the Bundesliga just to be second or third. They are a team who have like mm-hmm. achieved so much in three years, three or four years, like after coming to the top tier. So they are a club I feel who will just ascend, ascend, and ascend more and more. And uh, in okay. their defense, this players their Dyer Topamakano, who is a real, real good like centre back I feel. so for his age especially yeah for his age especially like uh, i think so like in bundesliga one of the two of the best young defenders are upamecano and alfonso davies like they sh- just have a own image of their own so i can expect a lot from leipzig this year very good thank you jitu any team that you would say we should look out for uh, as much as i like want it i would like to see wolfsburg getting to europe at least because whenever they came to europe actually they performed very well the thing is that i don't like about leverkusen and gladbach is that when they play in the champions league whenever they play they'll be just very horrible very horrible like last year leverkusen got into the champions league and they went into the europa league okay they were horrible like you qualified at least show some little bit standard but wolfsburg whenever they got into the champions league they got to the knockout stages that is very good like they know how to i think at least like they have that mentality in them the thing is with life law wolfsburg is that they always just miss out just miss out just miss out and of course hertha berlin and uh, leipzig those are the main teams uh, you want to watch out for yeah thank you jitu any other players 
that you have in mind that we should specifically look out for because you doubt them to be very big through the season yeah it has got to be la leipzig uh, leipzig striker uh, i am i'm sorry it's very hard for me to pronounce his name uh, i think it's hume some okay it's okay i think you'll understand okay he is going to be big signing because he has to fill in the shoes of werner like it's very big shoes to fill and uh, we have to see how it turns out i hope i expect him to be spot on like he's a very good talent and uh, yeah that's and the situation with sancho like how he's going to play is he going to be half hearted or he's going to give full that's all okay uh, advet yeah i would like to look out for jude bellingham from dortmund and the second player i would say is leroy sane for bayern munich okay thank you advet uh, any matches that you want to look out for like you should you should be like or you would say like this is a match you should compulsively watch if you want to know what the bundesliga is like yeah, i feel it's for people who don't watch the bundesliga it's going to be leipzig versus bayern munich and not dortmund versus bayern munich because it is a more interesting match nowadays than very the true the latter than the der klassiker better than that is leipzig versus this Yeah, I'll give you three matches. Um, one is you have to watch uh, Schalke versus Dortmund. Uh, forget last year. Last year was rampage and all. Yeah, because it's going to be intense. Like they are going to be fiery attitudes there because they have a little bit hatred. Like it is the oldest uh, rivalry in uh, Bundesliga right now. And uh, you, of course, you have to watch uh, Bayern and Dortmund. It is coming up. Uh, I think the Super Cup is going to be Bayern versus Dortmund. So like twenty fourth, yeah, twenty fourth, and uh, Leipzig, Leipzig versus Bayern because last season there were no clear winner. Like it was draw, draw both times. So we'll have to see because mm. uh, I'd like to see competition with between Flick and uh, uh, Nagelsmann uh, because last time only once they faced because at first it was Kovac. So I'd like to see them there. That's all. Okay, I think that uh, wraps up our scripted, our prepared section of our podcast. Uh, I think we can move on to our off script now, and which is personally our favorite part of the podcast. Would anyone else like to start off before I start my rant? Anything else that anyone else wants to talk about? Anything at all? Okay, looks like none of them have anything to say. Um, I don't know if I should start off with my topic about PL first or about the Liverpool versus Leeds match. So. I know it's completely off the Bundesliga topic, but this is off script. So, yeah. So first, I finish off my Bundesliga thing first. I know that yeah, Bayern are going to finish first again, but in, on a personal level, I want to see a different winner. Not because I want Bayern to fail or something, but I want it to be more exciting. It's like for us, it's a given at this point. For people who don't really follow the Bundesliga much, Bundesliga who wins? Bayern. It's a standard like that. And I'm not saying it's bad. It's good for Bayern, especially with the way they're playing and all. But I really want either Leipzig to prove themselves, or uh, um, Dortmund to finally level up and do something worth noting that people will sit up and take notice, saying, "Oh yeah, there are other teams in Germany that are capable of actually putting out powerhouse performances." So that is one, which brings me very nicely to the PL thing that I had planned. I keep um, encountering people who keep texting me or keep asking or. You don't get many comments on our Instagram page or YouTube page, 
But generally, when people text me, they'll be like, "Premier League is the best league on planet Earth." This, that, and all. And this was particularly jarring when you think that no Spanish team or English team had even made it to the semi-finals of the UCL that was recently won by Bayern. So, I don't know. Like, just because you watch a league doesn't mean that it is the best league. And just because you follow players. from that league and just because you know the t- clubs from that league doesn't mean that's the best league especially that now that you consider uh there was i was reading an article on the athletic the other day which was talking about messi trying to move to manchester city and how that thing didn't pan out and there was a very interesting part of the article that said uh the premier league has missed out on another global superstar so before i start off with that line jitu can you tell me your top 3 football players like not like upcoming or etc etc who you would say were like the best three in the world right now oh my god okay that is very hard i've never had anything like that um, so okay I, i'll just say my it's a, it's your personal uh, opinion okay, so it doesn't so matter my personal whatever you think okay my the... personal favorite is of course uh, is a person i value most is manuel neuer like that is my personal favorite according to me uh, on a general basis uh, I think um I have to go little bit uh Messi uh, just missing out on Ronaldo like it's just because of the fact that um, after uh, I think uh, Ronaldo had a certain injury time uh, like which restricted him from doing all these skill moves dribbling whatever it's so he stopped this dribbling like he's become uh, turned into uh, what you call winger into a striker poacher sort of role but messi is still doing the same thing he did when he started like dribbling past all those players playing uh, wherever he wants and yeah and third i have got to be uh, lewandowski and uh, de bruyne it's a tie between them so so one is one is messi uh, second is ronaldo two is lewandowski Oh, second is yeah. Ronaldo. Third, Third is, is uh, Lewandowski and De Bruyne. I can't split them. Okay, third tie. Yes, Advet, your top three. My top. Like in the world. Right now. Yeah, right. Not right now. Like in general, if you look over the last say the past five, ten years. Hey. Anybody? Okay, I'll just pick about right now. Okay, so first is uh, for me is Robert Lewandowski. Second is Messi, and third is Kevin De Bruyne. Okay, so now that we've all got it down, if you notice, both of them said De Bruyne. He's the only player you're talking about in the Premier League. If that is the best league in the world, why is your favorite player only one among them? Why are all not? Why are all of them not playing there? So if somebody is going to text me again and say Bundesliga is that, this is that, Premier League is the best, I am going to start swearing. Is not Ronaldo that Serie A? Uh, Lewandowski is in the Bundesliga. Messi is in the La Liga. Premier League doesn't have shit. So if you have any of those, uh, say preconceived notions that other leagues are crap, I understand that Premier League has very tight schedules and there's a high level of competition, etc., etc., etc. But if you're talking about the best players in the world, not even one features among them. So anybody who keeps saying uh, Ronaldo has done this in the Premier League, but Messi has not left his comfort zone, etc., etc., etc. and people have be i've read this lot when messi was going to leave they were like uh, can you do it on a cold winter night in stoke you can show all your useless opinions up because it's good for nothing 
everybody knows if you if they considering you the best in the world it's for a reason so the premier league bias that this is a certain thing that people are great here my club is greater your club is greater your clubs are not in the ucl for your kind information so i don't know where that stems from uh then now i'll stop with my premier league rant and i'll quickly finish off my liverpool this thing that i had leeds united can each of you take 30 seconds and tell me how excited you were about watching that game adwait honestly i was super super stoked after watching that game and the minute they gave the first penalty i was really upset honestly and the first goal that came in by leeds oh i was like this is the game and it was like exactly how you wrote in your blog it was like bielsa telling klopp okay i can use the same thing and this is how i play i can use the same technique i can press and with a very small group of players not so famous players and yeah but liverpool lately i have been like it was even mentioned where many places some of unforced errors are coming in like some somewhere or other like gomez does something or van dijk does something so that i think so one goal was just like to me that patrick bamford goal but yeah uh, and uh, i feel leeds were really exciting to watch and i expect a lot from them and if they play like this they can actually uh, like even win against many of these top 8 clubs in premier league they can actually win against them because if they playing that high press game just if they solve their defensive issues jitu did you watch the game at all uh not fully uh <laughs> i think uh, i think when it was very very close 1-1 uh, that state i started watching uh yeah it was very good i think um, i think one uh, big thing i noticed was that in the second half leeds had uh, 65% of the possession and liverpool playing on the back foot okay i was really shocked to see that but then somehow liverpool sala came in uh, scored a goal like if they didn't have that uh, defensive issues and all i think uh, leeds would have uh, i think at least it would have been a draw or they would have won it because i was very very shocked to see that stat yeah they were just shown just in the tail uh, yeah yeah speak yeah for leeds it's a very good thing because they are playing very good attractive football of attacking counter attacking very great pressing which kept the pressure on the champions of the premier league but on the other hand their defense was very bad they scored three but they let four go yeah so as much as it's exciting to watch what is the point they're not going to stay in the premier league despite them playing very well so maybe they should focus on getting at least their defense right mm-hmm. given that yeah most of their players had to go on national duty and it was kind of difficult there but yeah you are on the top level and it should be expected moving on to liverpool i wanted to stress especially on three uh let's say four players uh one is roberto firmino uh i know that he's very important to the team he gives assists he presses he draws out players so mane and salah can go in but i think it's high time they start looking at other options because they bought you uh, as a striker and you you adapted into something else but if you're not able to convert in the final third you're not able to get in and score well what is the point of having you on the team and uh, second is i think there's an obvious lack of coordination now that has come to the fore in the back four uh, especially um, 
ట్రెంట్ అండ్ రాబర్ట్సన్ దే నాట్ ఏబుల్ టు ట్రాక్ బ్యాక్ దాట్ ఫాస్ట్ అండ్ జనరలీ ఆల్ ఫోర్ ఆఫ్ ద మస్ పోస్ట్ హోల్డ్ అస్ ప్రాపర్ లైన్ లైక్ ద బ్యాక్ లైన్ షుడ్ బి వెరీ రిజన్ అండ్ దే షుడ్ నో వేర్ దే ఆర్ అండ్ దే హెవ్ నాట్ లైక్ దాట్ అండ్ దో ఐ ఐ అగ్రీ దట్ ద ఫస్ట్ గోల్ వాజ్ అ కంబైన్ ఫాల్ట్ ఆఫ్ జో గోమేజ్ అండ్ ట్రెంట్ ఇట్ హ్యాపెన్స్ బట్ దెన్ దే వాజ్ అన్ అదర్ గోల్ విచ్ ఇస్ ద మిస్టేక్ ఆఫ్ వర్జల్ వ్యాండ్ డైక్ and then there were the other the third goal was definitely not anybody's fault it was just pure brilliance but the first two were definitely the faults of defenders who should have been man marking them or should have been holding the lines properly whatever but they didn't do that properly and that brings to the fore of why signings are important it's not that these guys are not good enough it's just so that all of them were on national duty and when they came back they were obviously tired they had like two days or something to prepare two or three days to prepare so that is explainable and that explains why you should ha- make signings not only in your creative midfield role but also defense for backup yeah uh, if trent was tired you should have played nico williams then if robertson was tired you should have played costas simicas then but then you didn't do either of those but i do understand because it was a high pressure game and klopp had said from the start that if there was any game that we didn't want in the beginning it was these two or three games because the first one was leeds second was chelsea all of them are high pressure games so he said if there were any games that we didn't want these are the games but yeah that's the intensity that the league plays and so that's explainable which also brings to the fore about why teams should be signing more players and uh, we talk about united and how their brain strength has to be boosted and that's why they bought donny van der beek so i think clubs all around the world are just looking for that one signing like the one big name signing like say 80 90 million so that those clubs can go and buy other players and so the transfer market will suddenly become active by one signing and i think that is the only thing lacking and i also want to talk about in the like next two or three minutes about kai have was yesterday it was very weird i know that's not i know that's like, he's not used to playing like attacking football and great football you know but he looked especially lazy yesterday yes. i didn't watch the game live but i watched the replay yesterday so it looked very weird advit yeah i i felt the same he was quite lazy like no one was satisfied the only like moment which was good was when he gave a nice ball to werner and once actually he made a very bad mistake like the team was high pressing fully chelsea and he gave away the ball to the striker of brighton but the good part was that that he ran 80 yards till the goal line and he sprinted and he got the ball but he was really like many people were kind of found it weird but yeah i feel first game yeah but you can't play like that against liverpool 100% they'll punish you badly the only positive from yesterday's like game was warner people just went mad because he was running everywhere and he was like if the ball was somewhere he just ran at from 0 to 100 speed in 1 second i don't know how it happened yeah warner was doing warner things <laughs> yeah like what was he doing i couldn't understand so yeah but kai havertz kind of weird and uh, we actually warner might miss out the liverpool game because of a dead leg so now even more scared liverpool will punish you if you play like that i know that for sure jitu did you watch the game if you didn't it's fine no i didn't watch the game <laughs> i just watched the replay so i have not very well watched i didn't watch it live but i watched the replay like not the highlights the replay okay. the reese james goal was legendary and apparently that was his first goal like on the big stage yeah yeah first pl goal ever 
ఎవరింగ్ but then essentially that means liverpool are playing with two or three men at the most in the back so it became a, a four men defense to a three person out of that only two are proper defenders and if fabinho is not there it's literally only two defenders and one of them also tracks forward so there's only van dijk left in the back <laughs> and uh, as much as you can expect him saying that he is that he is this and all how much can one person do against a team that presses really hard like you saw in leeds so Yeah, I think that brings a wrap to our session for today. Yeah. Anyone wants to add anything in the last one minute? Nothing. Yes, you can say your goodbyes. Thanks a lot for your time. Bye. Liverpool is signing off. This is Elijah signing off. Liverpool need to make signings. And Bundesliga, please come up with a new order. Please come up with a new order. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, guys. Bye.